Today, we will continue with our justice reform series and address politicians. Yes, I know, dry heave, but we must address them. When it comes to our justice system, politicians pose the greatest challenge to reform. This is because politicizing issues comes naturally to politicians. While Republicans have traditionally politicized justice with tough-on-crime rhetoric, Democrats have their own narratives about justice meant to pander to minorities. So both parties have used crime to get votes without actually solving anything. So let's understand politics. To politic is to advance a group's agenda. On its face, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, it's better for people to use a political system to promote their interests than to fight it out on the streets. When it comes to our justice system, however, there has to be a higher cause than self-interest. When we politicize justice, voters are whipped up into a frenzy so that the issue can be used as a foil against a political opponent. Rather than the functionality of the system being debated, the self-righteousness of our representatives is on full display. As both sides talk past each other to their respective bases, nothing gets achieved. Our justice system has to be honored by both parties as something beyond politics. It is the quintessential representation of American values. Our legal system should be handled with reverence because of what it reflects about who we are as a people. After all, a functioning legal system benefits everyone. Politicians have done a great disservice to our country when they've pretended to address problems by changing laws. Not only because the problems don't get fixed, but also because more problems are created. Eventually, the damage has to be undone, even though it usually can't. Check out the Plantation Joe uh, podcast for more on that. Justice requires wisdom and a long-term strategy that considers the consequences of policies. Overall, this has not been the case, and why both parties approved when President Donald Trump signed the First Step Act into law. Depending on which jurisdiction you want to focus on, whether it's repeal of three strikes or truth in sentencing, which are examples in some states, we could go on and on about how politicizing justice doesn't work. This is why you have to start off with the right agenda. Goals matter. And we should specify the goals of our criminal justice system as being, number one, public safety. Two, personal responsibility. Three, truth. And four, self-actualization. These should guide our policymaking. Without that, we are doomed to repeat the same mistakes over and over because the politics of the day will sway outcomes. As we try to clean up this mess, what do we actually know? When people have done over 10 years in prison, there is a dramatic decrease in recidivism. In fact, the more time someone does, the less risk they pose, and that's based on statistics. This is not just because they've gotten old, but also because they've lost so much of their life that they can't afford to lose anymore. Whereas in youth, they were high risk, now they are risk averse. It is also statistically proven that the more education a prisoner receives, the lower the recidivism. 
Yet, our prisons are packed with guys that have gone decades behind bars and gotten a lot more of an education than they might have anticipated. Ironically, it's the young offenders that are new to the system that are now getting, they're now the ones getting the breaks, even though they don't even understand that they're getting a break. That's because it's easier to shift policy on cases that have not been adjudicated than to open up old cases and change sentences. For felons to get back into court, they need a vehicle. This means there has to be something in the law relevant to their case that allows them to petition the court to modify their sentence. In most states, a new factor is required, which does not have anything to do with positive adjustment in prison or rehabilitation or any of that. Politicians are reticent to opine on settled cases, much less change their outcomes. So you're not going to be able to get the governor to change unless they're about to get out of office, people's sentences. Yet why not let felons who have done substantial time go back to court and get a second look? So let's say after a term of 25 years, any felon may petition the court for review of their sentence. Their rehabilitation could now be considered a factor, along with whether a sufficient amount of time has been served and whether they remain a threat to the community. These factors would now be used to determine if a sentence modification should be taking place. The legislature could exempt multiple murders, serial rapists, cop killers, etc. This would not only open the door for a lot of people who could actually contribute to society before they become a permanent ward of the state due to health and age, but it would clear space for some of the more dangerous felons that continue to show no regard for the law. It would also motivate people with long sentences, since they would now know that after 25 years they can petition for review, and that their rehabilitation will now be something that is considered. Right now, many prisoners feel like there's no hope, and they have nothing to live for. That's not a good environment for their guards or the other inmates who are getting out. This is not to say that it wouldn't be nice for a governor to intervene when there is an obvious wrong and exercise their power to pardon and commute. However, understanding that most inmates will never even get their case before the governor and that the political risk is usually too great for politicians in either party. Providing an avenue for relief for prisoners that have done over 25 years should not be too controversial. A review after 25 years by the court where they were sentenced is probably the best tool politicians could offer to help fix some of the errors in the system that they created. Please tell others about this podcast and also check out my books on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. If you like a page turner, check out my novel, Preemptive Strike. Thank you.